Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Change. Wardrobe change. I want to just take one quick minute here to say Cheshire High School football rules. There you go. My 18-year-old, they, they made the playoffs. They're ranked eighth in the state of Connecticut. They play tonight against number one seed St. Joe's. They got the work cut out for them, but I believe in them. My kid's a starting uh, strong safety outside linebacker. Depends. We'll see where he lines up today, but he's a monster kid. Connor. Uh, so, love you, Connor. Go Cheshire Rams. Go Rams. Wow. Wasn't expecting that at all, but great. I'm go just Rams. Saying. So, anyway, just clear want to represent. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. All right. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Let's go Cheshire football. Let's yep. go Cheshire football. Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's. When I said can't lose, I meant can't lose. I'm here with Lord Don't Lose and Jay Croucher. And yes, I do have multiple outfits that rep Cheshire football because you know what? The number eight team in the state went into St. Joe's, took on the number one team in, the, in Connecticut that had only lost one game the entire year, and now they've lost two. St. Joe's <laughs> out, 14 points for St. Joe's, 24 points for Cheshire, 24-14. This is what it looks like when you beat the number one team in the state. Look at all those kids. There you go. There you oh, go. Number 24 at the bottom of your screen. That is my kid Connor right there. Bunch of great kids. What a great game. Uh, fantastic. Congratulations to the Cheshire Fighting Rams. When when you started speaking loudly, Matthew, I thought you were going to celebrate the uh, Socceroos winning 1-0 oh, uh, against Denmark. Listen, we're excited, we're excited about your Socceroos. Um, not as excited about the USA winning. Bring on Netherlands. Yeah, uh, yeah sure, and, yes, sir. And, and by the way, and so, uh, you know, Cheshire Rams now fourth in the state, top four in the state. Unbelievable. They're going to they're finish uh, top, at least top four in the state. They play New Canaan on Sunday. Another very, very good team here in the state. They've got their work cut out for them. But listen, uh, they're also a good team. It'll be a hard-fought match between uh, two great programs. So I'm thrilled for all the kids. A great team win. Big win. Underdogs. When you come in and you take on number one and you, you, yeah, yeah. you, you, you shut them down, it was a great win. Great Not win. since the 18 low Patriots went down in the Super Bowl to the Giants has there been such a momentous upset as we were talking about on the prequel. One, one, uh, one parent said to me, what do you think the line is? St. Joe's by 22? And I'm like, I, listen. Definitely I get to spread on that. Money line straight up. Yeah, exactly. I said, Cheshire's absolutely covering. Money anyway. line. Anyway, so thrilled for all the kids. It's a bunch of great kids. And, you know, I've, I've grown up, you know, my, my kids have been playing football since third grade. So yeah. I know all the kids. I know all the parents, you know, for... Uh, you know, the, all the time my wife and I have been in in, in, uh, in the Cheshire community. And so, uh, anyway, just a great win. 
throw, congrats, for, throw for all the kids. Congrats, congrats to the Rams. So, all right. And yes, we'll, sir, uh, we'll yes, update sir. you Monday on how they do against New Canaan. They play Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to do. They play. <laughs> no, I'm serious. They play New Canaan Sunday at 12:30. Maybe you can dial into Football Night in America. Do, well, Football Night in America, <laughs> yeah. I can make. It's our show. It's Fantasy Football pregame. You dial into a Fantasy I, I mean, pre-game. just like do I? Maybe I just do the first hour, <laughs> yeah. and then I scoot to New Canaan. What are you doing Sunday? You, you, you want to fill in? I want to go to the game with you. That, that sounds like I'm trying to watch the I got to figure out something that can, that can cover for me so I can watch this game. All right. Oh let's, but let's get, right. Into, uh, let's get into, uh, I guess, our Roto-World headlines, let's right? Let's get into Roto-World headlines. Let's start off, Lawrence. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. We don't talk about him much. But Aaron Rodgers, he got good news on his scans, and he plans to play against the Bears. So are you buying into Aaron Rodgers owning the Bears, kind of reigniting his season? Yeah, 100%. Um, last 16 games versus the Bears, 42 touchdowns and only two interceptions. So, so, yes, that's like he's got their number. And you know he's not about to let Jordan love start against the Bears because you know he'll do good. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. So you saw wait, what Mike on, White wait, wait, did. Stop. Wait, hang on for a second. You think Aaron Rodgers is legit worried about Jordan Love? Like, Not like that, him? though. Okay, it, right. it, it'll be like the court of public opinion. Yeah. Because, look, I mean, look, Zach Wilson, we're in remembrance of him <laughs> yeah, yeah, because exactly. Mike White went out there. Did you get that on the discount rack? <laughs> you didn't pay full price two, for that, right? $2, like his jersey number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, look, he can't let, yeah, I know. you know. The way Jordan Love looked against the Eagles, you can't just, like, not Aaron Rodgers. Like, I can't let this dude go light up the Bears. I have to do it because I own the Bears. And it's a good little, you know, get-right game for him. So, so there you go. I'm, I'm with it for this week. I actually, I actually think he's going to have a good game. I do I think he's got one last good game in him. <laughs> I'm with you. I, he's, he's already said he's going. He's already said he's going to play. I mean, look, his last two healthy games, right? He wasn't uh, necessarily healthy against the Eagles. He's had 19 or more fantasy points. He's had two or more t- pa- passing touchdowns in three straight games for his career against the Bears. To your point about owning the Bears, mm-hmm. dude averages 19 and a half fantasy points per game. He's had over 22 in 24. I'm sorry, in 14 of 28 games. Like he does, in fact, own the Bears. <laughs> and this version of the Bears that just got lit up by Mike White. There you go. Yeah, I do think Aaron Rodgers. I could see him wanting to go out a little bit in a, a blaze of glory here. Yeah. Like, let me just go light up the Bears because uh, their schedule gets a little bit dicier after that. Um, I could see him like going, the, the, owning the Bears. That's when the ribs might down. creep back up. Oh, the yeah, ribs exactly. might get the to him. <laughs> it's hurting a little bit. The, yeah, exactly. The abdomen, whatever. He'll figure it out. Yep. But um, yeah, I do actually think uh, Rodgers is kind of a. It's insane to say, but I think he's a he's a decently higher upside QB two this week. Yep, I'm with you. Green Bay four point favorites in Chicago. What do we think of the wide receivers? Christian Watson, he's been eating touchdowns for fun. Do you like him over Alan Lazard this week? I do. I'm at 25. Lazard comes in at 32 in my initial ranks here. Christian Watson has scored a touchdown in each of his last three games. He's got six touchdowns total. Uh, you know, as you see on your screen there, 10 for 126 on 18 targets over just the last three games. I mean, like, you know, so he's uh, he's averaging double-digit, I'm sorry, he's he's averaging over 100 receiving yards in, uh, in two of the last three games there, I, I should say. Like, Watson, um, I, I messed that up. I apologize. 20 targets for Watson, 18 for Lazard. I can't read my own full screen, Lawrence. I'm too – I'm still – yeah, I'll, I'll be super – Honestly, no. No, I'm going to be super honest. 
after we beat St. Joe's. I don't know what you guys were doing at midnight last night, but I was literally in a bar in Cheshire yeah, doing shots of you fireball. You should have been. You should have been. You should have been hyped up. In Connecticut. I swear <laughs> to God, that's what I was doing. I was. I was. Shout out to C.J. Sparrows in Cheshire, Connecticut. I was. I was there at like. That's why when, I was there. Smells at, like I was, cinnamon. Pretty much. I was there at uh, and, and someone bought shots. We were like, oh, we're doing shots, like literally at midnight. And that yeah. someone, by the way, was my wife, Beth. There you so go. I, like, there you just go. so you understand, <laughs> we're married. Like anyway, so I'm. I'm a. You know. Uh, it was a long night. But what I will tell you here is that, uh, just to give the video editor something to clip, I sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> I think both guys are viable. I think Christian yeah. Watson and, and Alan Lazard are both high upside wide receiver threes. Watson, you know, the touchdowns have been ridiculous, six touchdowns in the last three games. Alan Lazard does have double-digit uh, targets in two of the last four. He scored a touchdown in three of the last four against Chicago again. We saw Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson go yes. off against this Bears defense. My expectation here is that both guys have, you know, certainly it's a good matchup. Yeah. And if Rodgers is healthy-ish, I, I, I'm, I'm more pro-Green Bay this week than I normally am. Yeah, like you said, I like both of them. More prone to go with Christian Watson over Alan Zardo based on the last three um, outings. And this is the good thing about Christian Watson, right? He plays multiple roles. He could be the guy at the goal line, top target there. He's the guy to take the top off the defense. And you saw when he got with Jordan Love, he took an intermediate pass route and housed it. So give me Watson there. Yep. All right, Lawrence, let's get to a less fireball type of headline. Yeah. That's, there's a report that Tevin Coleman could play a big role in the San Francisco backfield with Elijah Mitchell out. Do you like him over great names like Jordan Mason and Tyrion Davis-Price? I would say this. I would say maybe because why would they bring Tevin Coleman back again? Uh, you know, Elijah Mitchell's out for a while. You got these two rookie running backs why well, bring back Tevin Coleman? His last, uh, the, the last time he scored a touchdown uh, earlier in the season, he had 11 touches for 26 yards, but he scored twice. The Niners have to win this game. It's a lot of jaw japping going on in this game, the, uh, the revenge game for Mike McDaniels. So maybe they just want to bring back a veteran who he trusts. Kyle Shanahan go way back with Tevin Coleman, so he probably like, I don't know about these rookies in this game, man. Find somebody that looks at you the way Kyle Shanahan but what? looks Who at Who are you Tevin telling? Coleman. <laughs> Find somebody that looks. It's like look, a rich man's Marlon Mack. The fact that he is, he is a rich man's Marlon Mack. I, but I think Lawrence hits it right on the head here. I think this is all about trust. I don't think this is about necessarily Tevin Coleman's explosiveness or yeah. that, that he thinks he's. I think it's just like, look, their season is Jimmy Garoppolo. As sad as that is to say, like when they lost Trey Lance and they got bailed out by the fact because they tried to give Jimmy Garoppolo away and they, he's basically saved their season and you could argue they on some level saved their careers but the fact is is that if anything happens to Jimmy Garoppolo who has struggled with injuries throughout his career you know hard to hard to see the the 49ers overcoming that so we need somebody that can help run this offense that can that we trust in pass pro that isn't Chris McCaffrey and so you've got two yep. rookies there Shanahan's offense is really complicated so just yes. the, the familiarity with all the different uh, with all the different audibles and all the different schemes that they yep. call, um, I think that gives no pun intended a leg up to Tevin Coleman. Do we think the future is still bright for Tyrion Davis Price and Jordan Mason? Yes, but yeah. I don't. For for our purposes here in fantasy football, I would roster Tevin Coleman over either of those guys in a redraft league. You're not drafted. You're not dropping TDP or Mason in a dynasty, but in a redraft league. If something were to happen to Christian McCaffrey, 
I feel like Tevin Coleman would get the majority of the work just yeah. because, again, the familiarity with that offense. And uh, he'd probably – he'd, he'd – Kyle Shanahan will give up some explosiveness just yeah. to get right. So, uh, anyway, ultimately, though, I don't think any of them have fantasy relevancy other than as insurance to CMC. I can't – I don't see Coleman getting the Elijah Mitchell-type workload. Right. Yep. All right, Matthew, let's pivot to another backfield and a bit of flux, and that's the New York Jets. The beat is saying that Zonovan Knight – Bam Knight, yeah, as he's AKA more frequently known. Bam Knight. Yes, one of our Bam. viewers, actually, Tyler Colley, shouted out, we should be using the term Bamwagon more. We need to talk oh, about it as the Bamwagon. Bam so thank you to I'm Tyler on, I'm for on, pointing that's that That's a great out. one, yeah. Tyler. Good job. Yeah, I'm on the Bamwagon. Yeah, you're all in the Bamwagon. Yeah, so I'm on he, the Bamwagon. still available in 66%. We, need, we talked about the fact that we don't know anyone in real life named, would you go by Bam? Could we call you Bam? Yeah. Bam Jackson? I, I, <laughs> that's a great I, I, I would go by Bam Bam, though. Bam Bam that Bam Bam Funkhauser Yeah that, that yeah. just sounds like curve. a smidget tougher That's a little tougher when you got <laughs> two Bams in there like, yeah. Bam Bam like, right. yeah. Bam Knight only needs one He's that tough You my friend I've seen you out on the flag football field You do need two Bams Yeah for sure Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. He had 100 scrimmage yards in his debut. He's the first Jets player in franchise history to have more than 100 yards from scrimmage in his debut. Uh, per our friends over at Pro Football Focus, he forced nine missed tackles against the aforementioned Bears. And then you mentioned this matchup with Minnesota where they're allowing 24 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs this season. Michael Carter not at practice today as we start. Uh, the happy hour here on a Wednesday. It is just a Wednesday here, Jay and Lawrence, but feels like Bam Knight is, to your point, looks like even if Michael Carter comes back, Bam Knight has carved out a role in this offense. And given how productive this offense is, especially under Mike White, Bam Knight needs to be rostered in more than the 69% of uh, Yahoo leagues that he's available in. Yep. More than the 34% that he's rostered in. Yep. I guess he's available in 66%. Robert Did that Sala. math in my head, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Again, fireball shots at midnight. I'm an old man. <laughs> Robert Sala said that Bam Knight was juicy as a runner, getting juicy. north and south. Adding Knight was active over James Robinson because he thinks that his running style fits better. Uh, with the Jets and what they want. Uh, I've, no how one's ever used guys, the adjective juicy on I was me. just going to say, like, how, how are you, where are you guys at on men calling other men juicy? I, I ain't, I'm I ain't finna it, call no, I'm not calling nobody juicy when we talk about football. I'm not I, doing that. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Well, we could say a juicy matchup. A juicy matchup. But I ain't fair. saying somebody run juicy. Right. I, I already like Robert Sala's coach of the year case, and I think he just added another right. kind of feather in that belt, calling up Bam Knight juicy. So His you're on the bandwagon juicy. as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's interesting about this scenario is Knight yeah. was already getting reps when Michael Carter was playing in the yes. game. They were rotating in and out together. Once Michael Carter went down, obviously Ty Johnson got a little more run, but it was the Bam Knight show all day, and he got uh, work in the receiving game, too. They're going up against Minnesota. We saw what Ramondre Stevenson did in the receiving game against them, So, and Michael Carter's not practicing. So this could be you know, he could be a nice little flex play out the gate. This could be a juicy matchup. Is juicy that what you're matchup. Saying? This could be a juicy I'm, matchup. That's what I'm be, saying. It could be a juicy play <laughs> and your flex. Someone needs to someone needs to put Bam Knight highlights over uh, Juice, the Lizzo song. Yeah, you know? okay. Blame yeah. it on my Juice. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can yeah. make that happen. Yeah, that'd if be Robert great. Robert Sala won't do it personally. But all right. I, I like that song a lot. Have you ever heard that song? I can't bring it to mind off the top of my oh, head. That's a great no. song. That's all right. We'll play it's it during a commercial break. And that's where Lizzo. we're going now. Lizzo's awesome. To break. We're all on the Bam wagon. 
Yes. Juice is overflowing. When we come back, Welcome keep to the it ba- open or close it out, yeah. including Mike Evans. The, the, the Cheshire Rams bandwagon is wide open. <laughs> Jump on on. Strap in. Get here up. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Kevin's was targeted nine times and only had two catches. Why is it that Tom and Mike seem to be out of sync at this point? It's a good question. You know, some of them were defensive calls. Some of them we just missed it here and there. You know, we got to get that fixed. We got to get them back on the same page. You know, that that struggle it showed up yesterday. Not saying it was anybody's fault, but it did show up yesterday and showed up a few games before that. You know, we got to get that taken care of. That's crucial for our success. Not necessarily them two, it's quite a few other people over there as well. We just got to get on the same page, and we're not on the same page in the shows. Or close it out. Not been a great year for Todd Bowles. Not a great weekend for him either. Not putting the ball in uh, Tom Brady's some hands down are, the stretch. Some people are great coordinators and should not be head coaches. Like, I always sure. felt that about Norv Turner. Nathaniel Hackett? Possib- very possibly Nathaniel Hackett. Um, Norv Turner, uh, he's the poster but, boy. But Norv no, Turner's the poster boy for that. Norv Turner is as good an offensive coordinator, play caller, as there's been in the history of the NFL. Was not a good head coach. Josh, Speaking as somebody who's a fan of Washington. Yeah. Josh McDaniels, jury's yeah. still out, but that might, you know, like, didn't work out in Denver. Great in New England for so many years. So far, Rocky Road in Las Vegas. So, right, some people are... Just, I, I feel like Todd Bowles might be one of those guys too, because he's a great defensive coordinator. Yeah, give the man credit. Like the, his defenses seat. play, but like they handed you Tom Brady. Not giving the ball to Brady at the end of the game because you're worried about him throwing an interception. Like it's Tom Brady, That's the greatest crazy. quarterback of right. all time against all the time. Cleveland defense of all time. Of all time. So that was a. Bit I, I mean, honestly, bit. and I think the jury's still out as to whether Byron Leftwich should be a coordinator. Yes. I mean, like. Again, well, their offense is like, they really miss Bruce Arians. Let's just they say do. that. But the question here about keep it open, like we did last night uh, after the <laughs> yeah, Cheshire Rams definitely victory. definitely did last night. Oh, uh, yeah. Or close it out. Uh, who's it's, our first one? Well, it's Mike Evans. And it's basically, ah. are you benching them for this week, just this week, or right. are you riding with them? And Matthew, are you keeping it open with Mike Evans? Guys that you've normally been starting, obviously, so yes. keep it open or close it out. I'm going to keep it open. Now, I reserve the, I reserve the right to change this. 
uh, in the first hour of uh, <laughs> Fantasy Football pregame on Sunday. Okay. I'm only guaranteeing that I'll be here for the first hour. <laughs> the, the second hour is, is uh, you know, still up for debate. But uh, I'm going to keep it open, especially because we don't know if Marshawn Lattimore is going to play in this one. He missed, he missed the game against San Francisco. He has struggled traditionally against, San Fran- against the Saints, but... That has always been with Marshawn Lattimore playing, you know, basically just seem Lattimore seems to always have Evans number like the career numbers of Evans versus Lattimore is not good. Right. I mean, like he's got, I think other than that, that one September 2018 game, I think he's got one touchdown against Lattimore yeah. uh, in the past 11 games. But uh, but with Lattimore potentially missing this game and it's the Monday night game, so we may not know. I don't know. To me, I'm betting on talent. I'm betting on volume and talent. Mm-hmm. Since week seven, he's averaging over 10 targets a game. Mm-hmm. It just They haven't connected. You know, the fact that Todd Bowles is being asked about it, make no mistake. Tom Brady's aware of it. Mike mm-hmm. Evans aware of it. Brady is one of those guys that sort of likes to always feed his guys. Like, I'm keeping it open with Mike Evans. Now, in Australia, we have a saying that when you own someone, you make them your bunny. So, for instance, like me and our producer Brian Rubin, we play table tennis a lot, and I always beat him. So Brian's like my bunny. Right. It's like the famous one is, is cricket. Dad, it's only for our Australian audience, but Daryl uh, Cullinan was Shane Warne's bunny. So Marshall and Lattimore has kind of made Mike Evans his bunny. You buying into that, Lawrence? So you and are by the way, I would also like to offer that if you would like Brian Rubin to be your bunny, it's, he's available. <laughs> like that, that we can make. Do that I gotta happen. beat him in ping pong? Yeah, but you can do that. Uh, you can yeah, do that yeah I, I got that. Pretty so, much anything. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like you know, just he, whatever. He's sort of the show bunny. The, uh, um, the 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 bad of it is uh, Mike bunny. Evans. <laughs> bad bunny. The bad of this is Mike Evans averaging only three catches in forty one over the last three games. But you mentioned the targets in the in four of the last five. He's seen at least nine targets. And again, I'll say this: I'm gonna keep this open, right? But yeah. it's gonna be sippy sips. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it open. But if Marshawn Lattimore end up playing, I'm closing it. Not because he's going to shut him down, because they're going to get to scrapping and they ain't going to finish the game. They might not. He, <laughs> That's he has, true. This so is true. Mike Evans has been ejected from previous games against the Saints because him and Marshawn Lattimore no, get like into it. like you on festival pregame on uh, Sunday. You might get ejected halfway through. I, I might just start a fight with Michael Smith <laughs> yeah. so I get thrown out for yeah. the second half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I might just do yeah. that. I might, you know, like, talk I get in his face. Exactly. Yeah. I might just get in his face. And, you know, HR will have to separate us, and then, you know, I get to go watch my kid play. Um, you know, like, I'll pull, a, I'll pull a Melvin Gordon. I'll fumble, you know what I mean? Maybe now I'll, I'm on the Chiefs. Right, now I'm on the Chiefs, exactly. I, I might curse. Maybe I'll curse on yeah, air or something like that. I'll figure it out. I, I, got, I got a couple of days to, to formulate a game plan. Just let me know. Let me know hour. what you're going to do. All right, Lawrence, yeah. yeah. Just Look, be on standby. That's all I'm asking. I think the Mike Evans thing is a little bit overblown this season just because outside of the touchdowns, which are more fluky, right. He's been fine. He's on pace for similar yards, mm-hmm. receptions, all of that. Yep, the yep, touchdowns, yep. it's a worse offense. That's the problem. Yep. But the touchdowns, I think, will come Again, Mike uh, right. I'm always – talent and opportunity. We know Mike Evans is super talented. Tom Brady's still super talented, by the way. And he's getting the opportunity. It hasn't cashed in. And we know Brady's been unlucky with the touchdowns just overall – especially given the amount of times he's passing it. We saw a big Chris Godwin game last week. I think, especially if Lattimore's out, I think Evans actually potentially could have a big game on Monday night. Yep, okay. They need something to make that game interesting. They do. now, Especially bit- in states where betting isn't legal. Yes. Now, right. I'm a bit more worried about Deontay Johnson-Lawrence, who has a relatively favorable matchup against Atlanta, but has really underperformed so far this year, keeping it open or closing it out on Deontay. It is Atlanta. You start everybody against Atlanta – but for this one, 
I'm keeping it closed. I would not have been with Matthew last night taking them shots of fireball because <laughs> yeah. my tab would have well, been so closed on this. I can't, I can't deal with the fact that Deontay Johnson is the third leading receiver as far as yards go, despite the fact that he leads the team in receptions. So that means he's getting these receptions just here, get me right here. You got me. You got Nah, man, I'm keeping this closed. George Pickens is the guy now. And, and Frymuth is doing his thing, too. So NFL players... The, the, you know when the there last time Deontay Johnson has scored a touchdown? <laughs> Uh-oh. When is Week Matthew? 17 of last year. Sure. That's not like, mm. like, take a look at this list. Take a look at this list here on your screen of Pittsburgh Steelers, current Pittsburgh Steelers that have scored a touchdown Ooh. more recently than Deontay James Johnson. Washington. Wow. James Washington. Derek Walsh. Yes, Derek, Derek, Derek Walsh. Is he related to JJ? Yes. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Minko. Uh, right? I mean, like, Benny Snell, like, right. I mean, like, you just, some of them are yeah, obvious. Like, man. Chase Claypool's on the Bears. <laughs> and he even has scored a touchdown more recently than Deontay Derek Johnson. Watts the one. You know, I mean, That's Derek Watts, I mean, like, Minka's pretty tough. Minka's pretty tough. I mean, like, I mean, really, James like, Washington. Defense. Yeah. Yes. James Washington. <laughs> right. And so, um, some other players just in the NFL that have scored a touchdown more recently than Deontay Johnson. Currently retired Danny Amendola Uh-oh. has scored a touchdown more recently than Deontay yeah. Johnson. Edo Smith, my boy, Edo. <laughs> Wait, I wonder what he's doing right, right now. He's, uh, I'll tell you what he's not doing. He playing in the NFL, he, he ain't getting no touchdowns. He's not getting any touchdowns, and yet he still has seen the end zone more recently than Deontay Johnson. Edo Smith of your beloved, uh, your beloved Falcons. What Freddie Swain has scored more recently. <laughs> Jaquan friend. Hardy. Hard knock hard knock super, uh. superstar Jaquan Hardy in week 18 of last year. He scored a touchdown more recently. But here's the all-time favorite. Le'Veon Bell. The ghost <laughs> hey. of Le'Veon Bell has scored Shout a touchdown. Out to Le'Veon yeah, Bell. Exactly. Football Royal, between, Royal between rap albums and boxing matches, Le'Veon Bell has still managed to score a touchdown <laughs> more recently than Deontay Johnson. That's where we are. That's Man. where we are as a society today. I, it's unbelievable, and you're like, well, he's just not getting any any uh, targets. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. He's had over 50 targets. <laughs> he's gotten many opportunities, many opportunities to score touchdowns, and yet he's not been able to do so. Yeah. Not once this entire year. Not in week 18 of last year. Like, I mean, it's... Um, they even gave him the extra week. He still couldn't do it. Huh? We started a GoFundMe. It hasn't <laughs> happened. We're holding a telethon for it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. You understand? I mean, like it's like like he, like I don't. We're we're um we are we are making sacrificial uh you know to to the gods. We are praying to you know whatever deity you you uh you pray to. We have made you know sacrifices to every single one of them, trying to get Deontay Johnson to the end zone. He, like even even Michael Pittman last week. Michael yeah. Pittman was like. Oh man, like I can't be like that. Even all score a <laughs> touchdown, fine. Like you know, I mean, what's like, the backup tight end from the Dolphins? Uh, Smythe. Durham There's- Smythe. <laughs> Durham Smythe. Like I'll do it. I. Everybody I mean, gets everyone, touchdown. Everyone. Everyone has scored. You want George Pickens over him? Rest yeah. of the way. No. Oh yes, I do. I do. <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. So I thought you meant do I do I not do I want yeah. Um, I, th- I thought you were asking me the reverse. No, yes, give me George Pickens okay. over Deontay Johnson. I mean, look, here's the thing. George Pickens, 60 targets, 107.4 fantasy points on PPR basis. Deontay Johnson, 92. Like, literally like 50% more targets. 
107.8 PPR points. They have the Sweet. exact same number of, of, of fantasy points, despite the fact Johnson has 32 more targets on the season. He's had single-digit fantasy points in five of the last six games. I am closing it out. He's my uh, wide receiver 33 this week, outside my top 30. Don't like him on the road in Atlanta, and I'll tell you why. Because everyone else, we've done everything possible to get him in the end zone until this. I'm going on national television. I am saying I am benching him against your crappy Falcons. <laughs> and so by doing that... And that's that, how you know. And by doing that, that means he will go off. Because if I recommended, if I said stick yes. with him, he would continue to stink. Mm. Yes. But because... <laughs> put in the but because <laughs> I am yes. finally saying I'm out... This and if this doesn't do it, I don't know what to do, guys. But I'm out. I'm out on. Left. I'm out yeah, on Deontay man. Johnson. There's there's only so many you know, eight point six games I can take. I'm a man. <laughs> oh man, I I'm can't, a man. I'm, I'm over a man. Three. I won't take eight point six. Lawrence Gabe Davis gets a tough matchup against New England on Thursday night. You shutting it? You closing it out on Gabe Davis, who's been uh, very inconsistent. Yeah, I'm closing this one out. I, I think I know how Matthew going to feel about this one, but, it, like, yeah, there you go. The last five games, 35, 33, 93, 68. It's way too many 30s up in there for me, especially against this defense. Yes, this defense just got lit up by Kirk Cousins and uh, Justin Jefferson and the Vikings. But and that, Adam Thielen. Yes. And Adam Thielen. And he scored touchdown. But, you know, we noticed the NFL, that could be an anomaly. You got a uh, low uh, over-under in this game, too. So he was outdone by Isaiah McKenzie last week. So that could happen from time to time. Also, he could have a 79-yard touchdown. But I'm not banking on it this week. I'm closing it. Here's the thing. Uh, in games in which he scores a touchdown, he's averaging 22 fantasy points per game. 22.2 be specific. Games he doesn't score a touchdown, 6.6. Yeah. So really, it's going to come down to, like, how lucky do you feel do you think he gets in the end zone here? But what I'm going to tell you here, and I'm going to tell both of you guys this, and I'm going to tell America this. Here's the thing on Gabe Davis. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Talk to Look, Matthew. Look, I've America. said this before. Gabe Davis is East Coast Mike Williams. You right. cannot do this. You cannot. Uh, is this a good matchup? Is this a, it, it's, it doesn't matter the matchup. It, he's, he, he is matchup proof, as is Josh Allen. We've seen him have big games and, and, and awful matchups. We've seen him completely lay an egg in great matchups. Right. Doesn't matter. So my point here is what I'm going to say is, is that if you are closing it out on Gabe Davis, you're yeah. closing it out for the year. Yeah, Again, sure. you yeah, cannot yeah. sit there and say, like, I yeah. think this is a Gabe Davis week. I think it's not. Yeah. You either have to always start him and never yeah. question it or always bench him and not pull your hair out yes. when he goes off. Because there's a chance there's a chance that he catches, you know, yeah. two balls for 140 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> like, is. he's he's got that kind of ability. He's also got the, you know, you know three for 38 kind of yeah. ability. Oof. So... Um, I, I'm probably still sticking with him because I've just sort of made my bed with Gabe Davis and I'm like, I'm starting him. But I will say he comes in at wide receiver 35. Yeah. I mean, like in terms of where I rank, like there's obviously a lot more risk with him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very risk reward play. So, but I'm just saying to you guys, if you're closing him out, you're closing yeah. him out for uh, the yeah, year. Yeah, I'm, I'm always a if Gabe if closer out. outer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so far, that's been that's been uh, better for you than for me. Yeah. Um, it's like yeah. it's a philosophical thing. It's like kind of if you're all in, if you like the film Interstellar, and sure. or, and you're all in on like the magical bookshelf right. bookcase, or you're out on Interstellar, and you're like, no, this movie's garbage, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Is you're either Gabe Davis in or Gabe yeah, Davis yeah, out, yeah. and you just got to stick that way. That, you can't that game decide he went from, like Interstellar. Yeah, can you explain the ending of that one, too? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. It's like the Matrix Revolution. It's like, <laughs> I, yeah, I was just going to ask you, can we just plan. do a segment of you explaining <laughs> the ending and b- ruining the ending of all Christopher Nolan movies? Yes. I, I, 
they drive me nuts because I'm like, this is super interesting, super interesting. Super- Wait, what? What does that mean? I still don't understand how DiCaprio got out of limbo in in- Inception. He just kind of woke up. Well, yeah, I just what, it, whatever, and it's spinning, and does it's and it's slightly, and you're yeah. What's that? Well, that's kind of the same feeling. Crazy, the same, same way. Same Gabriel Davis. Yeah. But I agree with what you're saying, though. Like, you in or you out of it. Right. Exactly. I don't think stats matter. I don't think matchup not matters for him. No, he don't. He's matchup agnostic. Now, another, a guy who's probably not matchup agnostic as we pivot from Leonardo DiCaprio to Darius Slayton. Sure. Matthew, keeping it open or closing it out on Slayton against your commanders? Yeah, I'm closing it out on oh. Darius Slayton. He's had one game with more than five receptions in a single game. Since week nine, my commanders, you know what they've done? They've taken command. They have taken command. Exactly. They're like the Cheshire Rams. They're like the pro football version of Cheshire Rams coming on at the right time, just gaining steam and momentum. Uh, they've been a really good defense. They are on the road at New York, and yet they're two-and-a-half-point favorites. They're Do you remember legit. the last time, Jay, you might know this, when was the last time Washington was a favorite on the road? Yeah, not, not that, one that comes to immediately. Yeah, memory. I was going to say, what, what's been more recent? Washington favored yeah, on the road, it, yeah. or Deontay Johnson scoring a touchdown? Maybe the RJ three season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. dudes. So I, I just Slayton for me. Um, you know, like the the positives here are that like you know, last four weeks he's gotten a twenty one percent target share. He's a big play waiting to happen. But I also think that they're limited in uh, they they are limited in their uh, in their passing attack. This is a tough matchup against against my Commanders here. The over under is forty and a half. Like, mm-hmm. we expect this to be a low-scoring game. My expectation is from New York, especially given the defense. It's a lot of Saquon Barkley. I think this is a grinded-out game between both teams. And they may take a deep shot or two to Darius Slayton, but I'm going to close it out on him against my commanders. He needs that one big play. I'm not convinced he gets it. Yeah, so I, I actually like Darius Slayton as a player, but I got to close it for this week. Because if I'm going to close it on Gabe Davis... I'm going to close it on the guy who's like Gabe, Diet Gabe Davis. Like he, like Diet said, Gabe Davis. He need that big Diet play. Davis. Yeah. Diet <laughs> Davis. Yeah, so he, he, he's going to need that big play. And he, could he get it? Hell yeah, he could get it. But I'm not waiting around on that on a game that has an over-under right. of 40 and a half. So um, I got to close it. But I'll holler at you next week, Slay. Maybe we'll open that back up. All so. right. Back up. All right. The most interesting name to me on this list, maybe not for keep it open, close it out. I think you keep it open on this guy. But just long-term outlook. Damian Pierce, who has completely disappeared, yeah. uh, like all rationale disappeared in the Interstellar. Damian Pierce uh, just hasn't done anything for two weeks in a row. Now he gets the Cleveland run defense, which famously allows everyone to cook. Yeah. Keeping it open on Damian Pierce Lawrence. Oh, man. I-, I didn't even decide this until like 30 seconds ago, man, because them last two Same. games. in your head the whole yeah. time? Yeah. Last two games is ugly. And watching Kyle Allen play quarterback last week, he had the ball back there like this. He's shaking like so. They the, the defense only has to focus on Damian Pierce, right? Then when they had a when they finally got close to score, they finally dragged themselves up there. Um, Dare Ogunbowale gets the touchdown, and they were still in the game because Damian Pierce played after that, right? That ah oh, man, what's going on there? 
Um, I mean, I, 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 I know I, it's I, Cleveland. I think they might be taken, but um, I'm closing. I mean, I, you know, but <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping it open. It's, I'm it's, absolutely keeping it open. I'm keeping it open. Damian Pierce is too talented. <laughs> this matchup is too good. He's actually running back 13 for me. Browns give up the second most fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Uh, this is a guy who, from weeks three through ten, had 12 or more fantasy points in every single week. I get it. Under five fantasy points each of the last two weeks. This matchup is too good. The volume is too good there uh, for me to, to fade Damian Pierce here. I think they got enough look at Kyle Allen like, oh, we don't want that guy throwing. Uh, you know, and, and also, by the way, um, so this is going to be Deshaun Watson's first game. Bingo. And, and I, I am, the, the, the Texans have played sort of sneaky defense. So far this year, like they haven't been awful. They, no, I mean just yeah. on a scale. If you grade it on a scale, yeah, yeah, they're uh, not. They're, maybe they're, not the worst defense in football. We, if, considering Close. their record, that they've won only one game. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they are they are not the worst defense in football, despite the, the fact they have the worst record in def, in, in football. Yes. is that fair? It's yes. just like, a combination like, of everything. It's comically bad run defense, pass defense, not worst. Their their pass defense is 16th against the pass over the last four weeks. Part of that is because teams run so successfully on them. Teams are up against them; they don't actually have to throw. But they've played. My point is, is they're not a complete. Fire dumpster of a disaster on in pass defense they, the sure. way they are in run defense, and so given the fact that a Cleveland is rarely run heavy to begin with, um, and it's Watson's first game, they're gonna like you know he's probably gonna be somewhat rusty. My expectation here is it's a heavy Nick Chubb game for a variety yeah. of reasons here, and I also think it'll be an emotional game for the the Texans and you know all the headlines that'll surround Watson's return to the NFL, and so uh, I think. I think it's a closer game than probably people may think. As a result, I think, and, they're, and I definitely think Houston's not going to want Watson to come in there and light him up. So they're going right. to want to continue to establish the run. At the same and time. Regardless of the scoreboard. Yeah. I, I'm, going, I'm, I'm keeping yeah. it open on Damian Pierce. I'm keeping it open. Yep, I agree. I think this is the kitchen sink game for Houston. They run Damian Pierce. All right, we're going to go to but break. By the way, I'm going to start I'm just, him, I'm, I'm, Okay, thank you. I'm glad <laughs> I convinced you. But I'll just say, after Cleveland, at Dallas, home to Kansas City, Bad. at Tennessee, Bad. right, no, I'm home not to Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, he's done. This, this, this may be your last week. I'm just something to think about. If I'm in a dynasty league where my trade deadline is still open, you know, <laughs> right. and you and you're going for it this year. Sure. He may be an interesting uh, right. trade. We're going to break. When we come back, fantasy playoff schedules. Fantasy playoff schedules. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Download the RotoWorld app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster and get the latest injury updates, player news, plus much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the App Store today. All right, let's talk notable fantasy playoff schedules, gentlemen. Weeks 15 through 17. Start with quarterbacks. Matthew, start with you. Dak Prescott, who goes week 15 at Jacksonville. Week 16, home to Philadelphia, then at Tennessee. Do you think this Cowboys offense is about to take off? I do. I mean, so each you mentioned Jacksonville, eighth most fantasy points game to opposing quarterbacks. Tennessee, sixth most fantasy points to opposing uh, quarterbacks as well. He's had two or more t- passing touchdowns now in four straight games. And so uh, the only defense in there that scares you is Philadelphia, but that's a home game in Dallas. And Green Bay just lit them up as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I do think we've seen we've seen some you know some cracks in the in the wall that is the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Yep. Dak is getting more healthy as well. Remember the last time they played him, Cooper Rush was under center. Eagles haven't played the Cowboys with Dak at full strength, with their offense at full strength here. So uh, I do think this Cowboys offense, and specifically Dak Prescott and the guys he likes to target, Ceedee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, maybe a little bit more Tony Pollard, a little bit more Michael Gallup here. I think uh, I do think the passing offense specifically of the Cowboys about to take off. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, and, and you look at the Week 15 matchup with Jacksonville, you can see that being a back-and-forth game because their offense is playing better. We, and then if you get to the Week 17 matchup, the only way you're going to beat the Titans is by passing. That's something that the Bengals and Chiefs know very well. You're not going to run against them. So we do like this Dallas offense as a whole. We like all the players in it. I, I even like Zeke in it too. You know what I'm saying? Get he's getting up. enough. He's getting enough yeah, volume. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're in scoring position often enough. By the way, I, you know, so I don't know Dak Prescott at all. I've met him once in my life, briefly for like 20 seconds. So I can't say I know the man at all. But I would think that if I were Dak Prescott, um, and I would sit there and be like, man, everything I've done in my career, and now everyone wants to talk about Jalen Hurts as the best quarterback <laughs> in the NFC East. Right. Matthew yeah. Berry named him his ride or die, not me, Dak Prescott. Why was I not Matthew Berry's ride or die? I wasn't even so Jay Croucher's about right ride now. or die. Uh, was wasn't even Jay Crouch's ride or die. <laughs> he chose Lamar Jackson, who hasn't been as good as me. You know, again, this is in Dak's mind. Yeah, just yeah. Was and anyway, that 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 Eagles uh, Cowboys game two weeks from now, pretty interesting. I'm going to say the Cowboys win that game. I think the wow. line, will, line will be minus two about that. Cowboys favored. I think they are going to run over the Eagles. I think they're the better team. Right. Go for it. We Ooh. will see. That'll we be interesting see. to see. Maybe some going to be on the line. Right now. Yeah. There's probably We're, a future line on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can have a look. But uh, yeah. let's jump to Tom Brady, uh, who has definitely been underwhelming this year, Lawrence. But his fantasy schedule, the first two games in the playoffs, home to Cincinnati at Arizona, that Cincinnati defense is decimated in the secondary. And then Week 17, Carolina, who we did not have a good game against yeah. a few weeks ago. What do you think of Tom Brady if he's your QB1 going into the playoffs? Yeah, so if, you know, that Cincinnati game, right, that, that I don't know that I would actually start him that game just because the offense in the passing game isn't humming with Mike Evans, as they mentioned before. If you had a better option for that week, I would explore that. If you could get to that Arizona matchup, well, then let, it, then let it rip then. Throw him right in there. You in the semifinals of your fantasy leagues by then. And, the, yeah, he looked awful against the, the, the Panthers the first go-round. But 
the 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 Bucks will likely be playing for a playoff spot yeah. or a division spot if the Falcons keep, you know, if, if the Bucks and the Falcons keep losing at the same pace. So they'll need that game too. So it, it's a nice, okay schedule. I would pick and choose the spots. Yeah, hard to just sort of blanket, you know, keep starting him after uh, after the season he's had. But I do think like there's a lot of positive signs, right? Yes. Which is that like. Godwin back healthy, Evans there. We've even got some Julio sightings out there as well. The volume in terms of the passing has always been there for Tom Brady. The touchdowns are finally starting to come around here. To your point about Arizona, fourth most fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. And, oh, by the way, they're on a bye this week. So Arizona's going to have two weeks to prepare for Tom Brady, two weeks to get Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins and hopefully Rondell Moore is healthy as well by that game. And so finally a full complement of weapons for Kyler Murray. So that game could have a lot of explosiveness. Cincinnati doesn't actually scare me all that much. They're a bottom 12 pass defense over the last month. And so I do think Tom Brady isn't matchup driven. You know what I mean? Like, again, the volume yeah. has consistently been there. It's just whether you buy it or not. Um, uh, that's after, sorry, the fantasy playoff schedule, I should say. Um, so I'm... Um, uh, I'm off on that, but they're not playing Cincinnati this week. They're actually playing New Orleans, and so uh, the Arizona matchup—they will have already been out of their bye. Whatever. The the fact remains the same, though, is that there are shootout potential. Given the the Buccaneers' defense has been inconsistent somewhat this year, they're playing better True. recently. But against Joe Burrow, against Kyler Murray, against Sam Darnold, uh, the fact is, is there's a chance at least for the first two of those games, there's a chance that there's a bit of a shootout. And Brady's got to throw yeah. to keep up with the guy on the other side. Yep. All right, let's pivot to Tua Tagovailoa. And before we get into his difficult fantasy schedule, he's still having a good time on the sidelines with his coach, Mike McDaniel. Yes. Yep, Georgia is definitely the best SEC school, without a shadow of a doubt. Got it. I'm so glad Tua can't hear me. You heard him. You heard him, you heard him guys. I got swag. Dude, that's, that's you. You hear what Tua just said? Anybody? It's a dangerous indicator that you don't have swag. He just told me, you heard guy, you heard those guys, they think I have swag. That's how you know you don't. That was, uh, that was Mike McDaniel just trolling to her on the yeah, side. That's right. Mike McDaniel, the, probably the funniest coach that we've had. I mean, there's the, no question. The, the clock, 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 nice thing that went kind of viral oh, yeah. on Twitter. That was perfect yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, you know, Belichick's obviously hilarious. But uh, <laughs> other than him. Yeah, it's a one-two uh, other punch. Than, other than him, yeah. McDaniel is, uh, is sort of the sort of that guy. Damon in the No, he's, McDaniel's awesome. How do you not root for that he's guy? He's a cool How do you little not, guy. We love it. He's he a cool is, little guy. He's great. And, uh, yeah, by the way, I agree. Like, if you... I, I was going to talk about how much swag I have, but you know what? I'm not going to mention it. Yeah, I'm just going to. If you got to say it, then you, you know, don't got it. Just let you it got it. Let the yeah, swag exactly. say it. Uh, exactly. Guy's been playing with a lot of swag this year is Tua Tagovailoa, who has been outstanding. He's the third favorite for MVP, uh, which was very long coming into the season. He does have a very difficult fantasy playoff schedule, though, Matthew, and now he's got this Teron Armstead injury to navigate. That's a concern. The, the playoff schedule is at Buffalo, home to Green Bay, at New England. So two cold weather games against divisional opponents and two good defenses and so he's been so good uh that it's hard to sort of like ignore that and like but you do you do worry a little bit there about Tonga Vailoa on the road at those two matchups home to Green Bay and between those two should be better and I think at that point maybe he'll be facing off against Jordan Love we'll see how that all plays out here but 
Uh, yeah, I, I do think uh, the production for Tunga Vailoa will drop somewhere in the playoffs. So we've been riding him and that Dolphins offense to get into the playoffs. Just something to keep an eye on depending on what other options you have. There will be people out there who drafted Tua as their second quarterback and who have Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, whoever is their QB1, and he, they might be more playable in certain matchups than Tua. Lawrence, I know Tua's yeah, your guy. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I actually drafted Tua in certain leagues where I didn't have Hurts and Jackson. I just drafted Tua to be my guy. So now, and I see these difficult matchups now, I, I'm not going into these ga- I wouldn't go into these games thinking, oh, three three touchdowns, 300 yards, it's not going to happen. Like you say, the the Bills and the Patriots are both in there. That's who he had his two lowest scoring outputs against when he played the full game. So he he's not going to crumble, but you just can't expect him to light it up like he in Miami. Yep. Under What's, 15 fantasy points in each of those two games. Yeah. The, the last two healthy games he played against the Bills and the Patriots, yep. under 15 fantasy points in both of them. Yep. Let's see how he goes against that Niners defensive line without Teron Armstead as well. I'll be a yeah. little bit concerned about that. That'll be, uh, that'll be a learning moment for all of us. Yes, yes, indeed. indeed it will, Matthew. Very well said. All right, let's get to running backs and a guy with an easy schedule, which he's going to need because he's not being good, is Alvin Kamara, Matthew. Uh, his schedule goes home to Atlanta, at Cleveland, at Philadelphia, so about as good as it gets. Any yeah. light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, I mean, and, and they're going to get Jordan Davis back by this time, right? They've, I just saw earlier today that they've started the window to activate him the 21 day window so you expect Davis to be back for the Eagles so that'll certainly help their run defense and maybe you know uh, Sue and and Joseph also get them some more quality snaps here but yeah I'm standing by because the I my expectation here is is that the usage should be enough like he's not going to be the number one running back that he was drafted as that candidly I ranked him as as other people did as well Um, but the shocking thing is the reason Alvin Kamara was falling in drafts was people were worried he was going to be suspended. Right. No one had a question about the talent or the yeah. usage, especially with what we expected to be Jameis Winston under center. The numbers with him under center last year were great. The problem is is that with Andy Dalton, the red pop gun, as I like to call him, <laughs> yeah, that's right, honestly, like. right? He, he can't RPG. call him a rifle. No, no. no he's Maybe not, he's by the playoffs red, we'll have no. back Jameis like Winston. Bring back Jameis. Like, we're begging for Jameis. Team Jameis here. Yeah. Um, can we take the money we raised to get Deontay Johnson a touchdown and just transfer it over <laughs> to the Saints to get Jameis Winston back under center, free Alvin Kamara? Like, we're just, you see it there on your screen. You saw it there on your screen, just the, the lack of uh, overall usage for a, yeah, yeah. Talent, a running back as talented as Kamara and, uh, and obviously the lack of fantasy production. But, yes, better days are ahead for Alvin Kamara. I know it has been tough, and there's a chance you haven't made the playoffs because of Alvin Kamara. But if you manage to sneak in, better days are ahead. Falcons, Browns, Eagles. Yep. Lawrence, let's jump to Isaiah Pacheco. Chiefs play at Houston Week 15 uh, versus the Seattle team that did not look good at all against the Raiders. Yeah. And then uh, against Denver, whose defense is tailing off a little bit. Now, Melvin Gordon complicates things, but how are you feeling about Isaiah Pacheco? Melvin Gordon does complicate things, and if you take away Melvin Gordon's fumbles, it'd be like, hey, you Chiefs got their best running back right now, and that's not even a question. Um, But Isaiah Pacheco is taking advantage of these opportunities, and he's not just getting – it's not just massive volume that he's getting. Like, he's being efficient when he runs the ball. So if I see Houston on the schedule, 
Seattle. I'm, I'm feeling like I got an RB2 who I could play in my flex. I love, Lawrence, that you said if you take away Melvin Gordon's fumbles. <laughs> got to take like, away the fumbles. If you took away my face and my entire body and replaced it with Ryan Gosling's face and body, I'd look better. Right, right. If you took away my male po- pattern baldness, <laughs> right, I'd, you know, I'd be on, uh, I'd be... Uh, You'd be Connor Rogers. <laughs> I'd be Connor Rogers, exactly. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, exactly. I would, hey, rule the, I would rule the world is what I would do. Um, but... You know, the other thing here that I think is important about Pacheco is Houston, Seattle, Denver. The expectation here is I don't think you're not worried about Kansas City in any of those games, especially against no. Houston and Denver. So you're looking at very positive game script, wanting to get the rookie some more touches, you know, some easy touches, maybe a touchdown or two there because they're going to be up by so much, especially in the second half. Seattle might be able to hang with them for a little bit, but. Denver and Houston, not so much. Yep. All right, let's jump to wide receivers. Start off with a guy who has been revived and he has an easy schedule of past defenses to come, and that's Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Matthew, how much upside does this Mike White offense provide Wilson against Detroit, Jacksonville, and at Seattle? Yeah, I mean, quite quite a lot, obviously. I mean, the, look, the Lions allow the third most fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. We know Jacksonville has struggled defensively. Seattle has struggled defensively as as good as Seattle's season has been. I mean, they are, uh, you know, they're 19th against the pass over the last uh, month, right? And, uh, you know, Jacksonville also is 31st against the pass. Only one team has been worse in the last four weeks than the Jaguars. So, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson, who's super talented, right? We know that. We see, you know, whether even with Zach Wilson. Yeah. Garrett Wilson yeah. still had 90 yeah. receiving yards in three of the last four uh, so the expectation here is that with Mike White under center, Garrett Wilson probably a you know borderline top twenty play over the fantasy playoffs. Like you could see Garrett Wilson having an Amon Ross St. Brown type run for a rookie wide receiver coming on you know towards the end. Wilson's had more fantasy success prior to the fantasy playoffs than Amon Ra did right. last year. Right. And then you know he just went crazy, Amon Ra. Yeah, but, and you could tell coming in the week, well, after the week eleven game where everybody on the Jets was pissed and they was talking to Garrett Wilson, he was just like, Hey, this they got he didn't even know what to say. He was just like, This gotta change. He definitely don't miss the guy on this shirt right now. It's the Mike White show. So yeah, man, we feeling good about that. Detroit, that's a that yep. could be a shootout, Jacksonville shoot all game shootouts. We love it. Bit more of a stable quarterback situation in Philadelphia, Lawrence, for A.J. Brown, uh, who has a very favorable schedule as well at Chicago, who Mike White just lit up, at Dallas, and then home to New Orleans. How are you feeling about A.J. Brown coming into the fantasy playoffs? I'm going to feel good about him coming into the fantasy playoffs. Uh, Near the end, though, it could get tricky, though. It's a division game. The division could be on the line. Um... You never know how those are going to go. I like Devontae Smith going forward as well, too. And then we'll see um, whenever Dallas Goddard is supposed to come back. Um, Week 17, the Saints, maybe they'll have Marshawn Lattimore back, Cam Jordan. That part of the schedule, I'm not as sure about. But it's not like we, you know, you're going to start them, obviously. But I like to jump off at uh, Week 15. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, too. I, I guess for our purposes, like, what does that mean? Like, you're still likely yes. starting him. You right. know what I mean? I can't imagine. But I'll just look. They're at Chicago, right? Cold weather game, a game they should dominate. We know Philadelphia is going to want to go run heavy, period. And a game that they should dominate the Bears, right? I mean, they, they might be facing Trevor Simeon, you know, or Nathan Peterman at that. It feels it's trending towards it. Feels like Justin Fields gets shut down for the rest of the year. Nothing's been official, officially announced yet. But that game's in Chicago. So a cold weather game in December. 
uh, against a team they should kill. You feel like that's a run-heavy yeah, game. Yeah. Then they're at Dallas, right? And so, we, you know, obviously the Cowboys have a very good defense, and they'll focus a lot of uh, attention on A.J. Brown. And then they're home to New Orleans. And we expect Lattimore to be back there, and Lattimore probably shadows him. And so, I, I again... You're still starting AJ Brown. I don't know that there's anything you can do. Most most leagues have had their trade deadline already, yep. so they're like you're sort of stuck there. But yes, would I lower expectations for AJ Brown? Am I a bit nervous as a as a manager with AJ Brown on a number of teams in the fantasy playoffs? A little bit, yeah. Yep. I think the Saints' defense is going to finish the season a lot better than it started. They're only three and a half point dogs are at Tampa Bay on Monday night. So there they're going to get better, and that's going to be a concerning matchup. Is, right, that, is, that a, is that a, a pro-New Orleans line, or is that a yeah, Tampa Bay anti, line? Anti-T-Bowls, anti-T-Brady. Right. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. All I right. think it's going to be a very ugly game uh, as those games tend to be. Very We're going to go to break. Game. When we come back, we'll give you our picks to win the $100,000 jackpot in the free Sunday Night 7 Predictor Contest. The NFL season is here and the NBC Sports Predictor app is giving you a shot at winning $100,000 by entering Sunday Night 7's free contest between the Colts and the Cowboys. So if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app, go download it now. It is free. Time for last call. Yeah. And by the way, with $100,000, maybe Deontay Johnson could buy a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. maybe he could. <laughs> if, you're, right. if you're watching Deontay Johnson, you should try to enter. I believe in you, Deontay. And try to win 100 k Lawrence, let's start with you. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards. Yeah, so I'm going to go 75 to 89 here. He's had 86 and 84 in each of the past two games, so give me that number there versus Dallas. All right, Matthew, C.D. Lamb receiving yards. Yeah, NBC Sports Director gives you a bunch of different options here, and TD Lamb's been great. Tons of targets, obviously, 11 or more in two of the last two of the last three games. But, of course, the Colts, very good. They give the fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. CD Lamb, just too good. Dak, too good. Give me the 85 to 94 option. All right. Well, Matthew finds himself again. I'm going to talk about the total points throat. in the game. Uh, Brian Robinson likes big hats. I like big bands. Give me 0 to 37 points. I'm not sure the Colts get double digits in this one. Uh, and the Colts' defense is fine. So I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, and it goes 0-37. to 37. All right. Quickly, let's talk about... Ben just, M- Sorry, go, oh, go ahead. What are you going to say about Ben M- I was just going to say real quickly, Fantasy Life app giving me some great uh, 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 news alerts here. Real quickly, Najee Harris status up in the air this week. Doesn't look like a um, significant injury. Kyle Pitts officially out for the year, according to Arthur Smith. Uh, feel free to drop him and redraft leagues if you haven't already as well. Raheem Mostert should be good to go this week. J- uh, Jamar Chase says he's preparing to play this week. We'll see how it feels. And by the way, the Bears have signed Tim Boyle to their active roster. That's a big roster, Taking him from the Lions practice squad, you feel like because they've already got uh, Simeon, they've already got Nathan Peterman, the fact that they feel the need to roster yeah. a third quarterback on their active roster and pay him. So, I don't know. My feeling is is that Justin Fields is going to be shut down for the year. Sure. Very quickly, let's talk about BetMGM's NFC conference odds. All odds courtesy of our friends at BetMGM. The Cowboys are plus 350. They're the third favorite behind the Eagles and the Niners. I think the Cowboys might be the best team in the NFC, but I wouldn't back them at that price just because the Eagles are in line to get the one seed. My favorite bet of these... Geno Smith, Seattle Seahawks, plus 3,000. They've okay, got a pretty easy okay. schedule the rest of the way, and I believe in that offense. I think the defense should be better than it was against Let's the Let's hear it for as my well. commanders, plus 4,000. Making the list. 
making the list. They are taking command. I believe in Ron Rivera. I probably wouldn't bet. Never bet Ron. Would have bet the forty to one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet the plus four hundred. I'd bet the two hundred to one. Two hundred to one. Where the Falcons at on this? I'll tell you what money line I would bet. The Cheshire Rams. Go Cheshire Rams. Hey, it's closing time. It means you can't stay here for Lawrence Jackson and Jay Croucher. I'm Matthew Barry. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Peace out. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.